Somebody had a question, and I am going to take a moment to address that one because you were asking how you get this done when you have no time. And he was asking about, about themes and templates. So, remember I told you that the name of the theme that I use, Divi, D-I-V-I. You can find it at elegantthemes.com. It is a WordPress theme. So it's like buying the template, right? Well, it's buying the theme. Okay, I'll show you the site. Okay, this is this is the company that makes Divi. Now, we'll get into the weeds a little bit. If there's something that doesn't make sense, ask because this is something. No. No, these are all premium themes. Oh, on WordPress. Yes, yes, those are all free themes generally. Oh, Unless okay. they're listed, you know, you can get a free one, but, but if you buy, if you pay them $97, you can get support. That's a common pricing thing. You know, it's free theme, but if you want support, you have to pay us something. I would, I would go to a, to a premium theme developer and again, this is the one I use just because it has so much functionality that I'll never ever run out of, I don't know that I'll ever be able to find something that I can't do with it. So this is the company that makes it. The name is Divi. They have a whole bunch of themes. Uh, it's a membership. Looking at that page, if you were to go to plugins, that's where you would get your security? No. They, they have coded specific plugins. Uh, so you don't use Divi for, for any of their plugins? No, I do use some of their plugins. But you know what? Let's do this. I'm going to, I was going to do some content stuff, but let's do this first. Because this will simplify the process a bit. Yes, the so WordPress WordPress is the engine. They call it the engine. It's a software engine. It's a package of software that that it's, it does database functions and it does the posting and and all of the mechanics of it. The theme is the look and feel, the colors, how things uh, are displayed on the page. And then there's going to be a, an additional term that I'll throw at you here, but I'm trying to get inside WordPress. Okay, this is my WordPress dashboard for goodnewsadvocates.org. This is a digital design agency that we use, a site that we use for nonprofit organizations that aren't necessarily uh, church organizations, religious organizations. So, is there a way to make WordPress website function like a farm stand or a farm's market? You know, instead of like from the commerce site, there's an idea of like mm -hmm. creating squares and then helping to it, or mm -hmm. sort of like pulling out the front end. Yeah, you could just integrate PayPal into it, and and you know, the PayPal's got 
integration set up where you can do it with a tablet and the and the little square reader easily. All right. So does it make do you do you understand WordPress and theme? WordPress is the is the frame and and the the main structure, the the database functions, the serving up the page uh, for people to see. The theme is going to be what it looks like. So here's where I can overlay Divi onto WordPress. Um, right there, everyone knows the sites right there. It's different. Okay, this is. Some have things in the middle, some things inside, some other big thing across the top. This is what the site looks like um, to, the, to somebody who's visiting the site. You know, this is this is a theme. The theme makes it look like this with the squares um, and so on. Now, this is also a WordPress site, and for some reason, mm -hmm. this is a different theme. They're both well. It's a different. It's a different layout for the theme. It's still, I'm still using Divi for both of these sites. But what I'm using different is two different child themes. So now there's that new term that I was telling you about. Child themes, and this is where what makes it easier. Child themes, parent, child, almost, almost. So Divi is the, is the parent theme. You know, you can do all of these things with it. it. You can you can make the site look like this, or you can make the site look like this, or like many different other things. You can do it from scratch, or you can use a child theme. It's kind of like a template. Now, this this other one that I was showing you, the farm site that I was showing you, that was a child theme. So that's why it was, you know, no nonsense text in there. It's a child theme. Now let me show you. So so you get WordPress. That's the you got to have WordPress. You got to have a theme. You do not have to have a child theme. You can create everything from scratch in Divi if you want. But if you want a shortcut, you get the child theme. And so here we're going to look at, okay, these are child themes. They all use Divi. They all use the functions of Divi. And let's see, let me show you a page here so that you have a, an idea of what. Are they sold by the same people? No, different developers will build the different child themes. Right, right. So as you're looking inside Divi, this is what it looks like. Oh, this is These, un, the, Well, this is under the hood. Before you start. No, this one's, that's what this page looks, this page right here. Yeah. Looks like this inside the editor. See, see these right here, these four blocks? That's those right there. And so if I want to edit this nonprofit marketing one, 
I just open that up and there's my text right there. Mm -hmm. I could also say I don't want nonprofit marketing there. I want nonprofit marketing over here. It would now if I update the page and go over here, you would see storytelling and nonprofit marketing switched. And that's another important thing that you can play with stuff. They won't do it through websites and television. Right. Play with it here. Yeah, I I would have to go up here and click update, and then it would make the change. While you're playing around, can you go up to view page and see it in this new form? No, I have to update the page first. Um, yes, you can preview changes, but uh, being on wireless, this this doesn't play. This computer does not play nice with wireless stuff sometimes. So, uh, all right, we were talking about plugins, and the plugins. <coughs> Right there. Yeah, I need to talk to my my web person. She's behind. Is that something you can add? Add to this page. Yes, yes, it's a functionality that's plugged into the the main. It's an extension, uh, an add-on. And so here's Backup Buddy. Backup Buddy clones the site. It copies everything so that I can uh, do a backup of everything, all the settings. Right. Bulletproof Security Pro is what we use. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's. We we bought. Um, we bought Bulletproof Security Pro because we we're doing this for clients, so we needed a, a we needed to buy something you know that we wasn't just a free thing. So we bought that. I, I think we a lot of them are free. Yes, WordFence is WordFence has a really good free version, and if you want more, you can you can pay them more money. Okay. Do you do you understand the the relationship between WordPress and Divi and child themes? Are are we clear on all that? WordPress is the main frame thing, and Divi is like the other different plugins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Child. The child themes. All of these are child themes that that you can buy. Okay, see there's those 36, 20, there's sometimes you'll see them for $200, sometimes for $30. Um, let's take a look at, let's take a look at this one. You have a startup theme that you get into and say, no, this is not the right Yes, I've, I've got six or seven on my hard drive <laughs> that just didn't, didn't move me. Okay, these, this child theme, they have taken Divi and created this formatting for web pages, for the whole website. 
um, the home page, the about page, all of those. Now I could go in to Divi and do it from scratch, but it's worth paying the designer $29 to have it done for me. So this is your shortcut. There, there aren't any in that one. I've, I've been, I keep up with this site fairly well, but there's, um, you know, there is one for. This is actually a, a hotel demo. But again, it's this is what is done with Divi. A designer has gone to Divi gone into Divi and created this template. And you know, again I could I could sit down. You could sit down and you could build this from scratch using Divi without having to use the child theme. But it would take both of us many months to reach this level of, uh, of ability here. So you pay the designer $36, and now you, can, now you just load it, and let me show you where that happens. Um, parents, themes. Oh, it doesn't show. I forgot they don't. So the child thing really basically is a template because you, you can do the same thing and you made a template. Right. It's, it's a lot like you use Microsoft Word, you can type documents, yeah. or you can have a template that pre-formats things for you. Yeah. Yeah, PowerPoint does that too. You can yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Or if you want to make a flyer and put up the flyer thing, you put the template. So here's Divi theme right here. And then the child theme uh, is overlaid over it. Yeah. You never actually apply it for it. Okay. Right. And there's many child themes. And then you can take that child theme and you can customize it. Yeah, or you can customize the theme. Yeah, you can, you can go in and, and make whatever. What, what I was showing you a while ago on that page, you know, with the four squares and yeah. so on, that was a child theme yeah. that I was moving things around. Oh, I could delete. I could deactivate the whole thing. And mm -hmm. Sure. It's just a starting point. You can, you can use it as is, or you can do all kinds of playing with it. It's, yes, once you pass the initial learning curve. Yes. And, and it can be a hurdle. Now the difference between a, a child theme and the parent theme is that the parent theme is probably originally built with HTML. Actually, the, it's it's got HTML and PHP and JavaScript. Yeah, it's all that stuff. The yes. Child theme is developed off that parent theme. Mm -hmm. You don't need whoever developed that did not have to know such a high level. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. <clears throat>
there was, let me look real quick. Yes, these are all all mobile. You can see right there. Yes. Yes. Mine is messed up. If you go onto my website for the mobile one, it takes you to one particular old blog site that I can't figure out why it has to be fixed yet. So, can you, like, is it common to get somebody to kind of set you up to get down to the head of the child theme? And then, you know, I'll just tell you how I learned about what's going on. I paid somebody a few hundred dollars. They said, I sat with her and said, here's what I want to do now. And we worked on that, but I still didn't really learn how to do stuff. And then, um, as it is today, came to WordPress. <laughs> and I had to learn things on that. It was a big deal that they had the highest level of whatever mm-hmm. that you could buy and do all these things. And I'm like, what if I can do that online? And so I started learning by having, they would send us detail, do this, and they click on this, and they do this. And having learned to do it on their dashboard, looks pretty similar to my dashboard. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. And I started learning things on my own. And the main thing I learned that I can pass on is that learn to be less scared. Mm-hmm. You can you can break things, but <laughs> but yeah yeah I can't tell you how many times I've had to just completely delete the website and start over again and reinstall a backup because I broke it. It's it's a matter of don't be scared to break it. Just use common sense as you're trying to break it. You know, get in there and and play with it. <laughs> Watch this site. And another really important thing for me, if you have just updated stuff and you start to leave, it'll come up and say, hey, you didn't yeah. update. Oh, thank you. Yes, yeah. I do want to. So. If you leave, do you want to leave this page? If you leave, things you change may not be saved. And if my mom messed up and I don't know what to do, I'll just say yes and leave it. Is that, is the power back on you? No. Well, I take that back. With, um, with Divi, Divi theme auto saves. Uh, very often, let's see, what is it? You can probably just make a set. We've lit power like way more than I would like. I do too. Having, being out there in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. So, if you look down here, these are all backups that happened. You know, there's, there's a backup that happened You know, so I can I can restore from any of those. And yeah. Okay, where did that? Oh, there it is. We we've, we've been talking about mobile friendly. Okay, do you see how I? I resize this down. This is a little more like a tablet. But do you notice how all four fit? Everything's resized to fit there. Yeah. Okay, watch. Now I noticed that the menu disappeared, and now we've got what's called the hamburger menu. So if we click on that, the menu pops up. So it's, it's not disappeared, it's just resize and notice that the the phone number is up here and so 
See how the those elements have stacked now? It automatically did that. Until you get down here and then there's your footer stuff. You know, we've got this this site's kind of screwed up because my site my uh, screen resolution I had to change it so that it would display nicely. So it's this donate button's supposed to be over here. And these are not supposed to be jammed up like that. But See what happens when I go down to the mobile. See this whole headline and everything changes. Instead of having to scroll from left to right to try to read that headline, everything's resized and stacked. And see this one here, we can just click on that and it goes right back up to the top. So instead of having to go whoop, 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 scrolling so much, there's all kinds of little things that you can do all right. Did that answer your question about templates and themes? Okay. Does anybody have any other questions about templates and themes? Well, I kind of was asking one like, can you, can you get somebody to kind of set it up and then you then, you know, like mm -hmm. updating it and mm -hmm. all that doesn't seem very hard. This process is overwhelmingly. Yes. Especially when you say stuff that gets spyware and. And, and, you know, actually, I prefer to be able to do it that way, uh, to just set up a site and then let somebody else deal with it. Because here's what happens. You, if you want me to do it, and, and you say, Dave, I want you to, to build the website, and I want you to take care of, of putting the content on it and everything, now you've got to call me or email me. Say, Dave, we need a new page up about the new rocking chair that we're, we're building. All right. Do you have any pictures? Well, no, we haven't got any pictures yet. Okay, when can we talk about, tell me about what kind of wood is it made out of? Um, what's special about it? And now we have lots of back and forth, and it adds up. It takes hours and hours to get it done instead of, instead of saying, okay, here's the keys to your new website. Call me if you've got problems. Mm-hmm. And, and so, let's see here. Let's go to... Do you have an example of a good CSA style website? Like, well, where CSA members can fix the queries that they want? Local Harvest, by the way, is is a, I think it's an online market garden. Now, see, here, here's an interesting case. None of these are Salamander Springs website. These are all other, see this one. 
So you live way in the wild that doesn't have even electricity, let alone a computer. But I think the one that says thermal organic or what's the the locally, those are just like locally, that's like locally grown, you know, there's a website called locally grown, where you mm -hmm. your, like a small local farm or community. She has uh, apprenticeships and things. The day that I first visited her farm, she was a friend of mine, and the day I first visited her farm, the Brazilian Minister of Agriculture came that day. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't see a website. But that would be an easy functionality to build in. It's just based on a shopping cart. You have to make available what is there. So with WordPress, probably the easiest thing to do would be to use the WooCommerce plugin because WooCommerce is kind of the, the WordPress shopping cart thing. W-O-O Commerce. Yeah, usually it's a push button addition. It's it's easy to j drop in now. Getting it configured to payment and and the various items takes a little bit of work, but it's not. I think for us it'd be easier to actually sell a CSA if um, people could buy it and then they can just order online what they mm -hmm. want for that week. And if they don't want to order, they forget to order. Then they still keep a balance. Mm -hmm. You know, the balance is good till day number. Right. It's such a mobile community of people. Sure. All right. Any more questions about that? We've got got a few minutes before lunch and it's not enough time to really start on the on the content side of things we've been talking mostly about technical but there's a whole skill set not not necessarily skill set but a whole body of knowledge that you should know about about what you put on your website okay, we've been talking a lot about uh, some high-level what to put on your website, but a lot of how to, you know, the themes and so on. And then after lunch, I want to cover how do you know what you put on your website? How do you know what you put on your social media, your Facebook page? How do you know what you put in your emails? Uh, those kinds of things. This, this is the actual how you make sales now uh, using the online technology. So this is, what we've been doing is your basic platform. You guys have a, a relatively good overview now of, of what you want to hire somebody to do, yes. And, and it really, it's, when, when they asked me to do this, it, I wasn't real sure whether, you know, I did this last year at the conference and was a lot more technical. I was, uh, trying to work on search engine placement and so on. There's a lot more technology or technical detail involved. And this year, content has changed. The whole, how you get your website ranked in search engine results, how you get traffic, how you get sales. It's, it's all shifted quite a bit in the last two years. And so this year I wanted to try to stay away from 
things like search engine optimization and, and how you get in under the hood here and, and put in keywords and optimize your, your pictures and all of that kind of stuff. It's important, but really, if you do what I'm going to show you this afternoon, it's less critical. You will get the bulk of your audience, you'll make the, the most impact, uh, the best sales, uh, and so on by, by telling your story and having good content on there. And, and so I wanna go through how you do that and kind of make sure that you have an understanding it's not such a big mystery. How much, I, don't, I don't know if this is what you're gonna talk about more later, but tying a website in with something like Etsy or eBay Store or uh, Craigslist, Amazon it's less of a tying them in as much as it is on your Etsy store you have a link to your website yeah. on Craigslist a link to your website so there they can go there and they can see what the product and if they want to hear the story and something more then they can go to your website or you can have some incentive for going to the website Get our free ebook with, and, and this will cover. Get our free ebook on on 14 ways to make sure that your rocking chair lives longer than you do. Yeah, something about how to how do I care for my furniture? I bought I bought an expensive piece of handmade furniture, or an expensive wooden box, or whatever it is. How do I make sure that it it stays around forever and doesn't get chewed up by mice or smashed in a move or you know how do I take care of the thing so that I I have an heirloom now to pass on you get people to come to your website and give you their email address yeah pertaining to furniture um, I met a guy who um, terryloose.com Yes. Using the website as a base, in his case, and he's got more orders than he can do with. And it used to be, you know, we used to think of the website was the thing. Yeah. Now there's hundreds of channels that we'll talk about, but we'll talk about some of them. But the website now is your platform that you work from. And so your goal is, is in reaching out in through the social media and through other things, you're bringing people into the website so you don't have to repeat the same answers 200 times. Um, so that you... Or you look interlinked. Well, you saw this child theme that we were looking at. They had the most, you know, it used to be that websites would have a frequently asked questions page, FAQ page. You see it right up there in the menu, FAQ. 
we're moving away from that now and, and dealing with these, adding these little accordion type boxes often on the page that it's relevant to. Rather than sticking them all in the fact page, now we're putting them, you got questions about the CSA? We're gonna put them on the CSA page. And we're not gonna clutter it up by putting them all on there, but we're gonna put them in an accordion box so that you can open it if you want to know. Um, but it's a platform that everything works out from. It's not the only tool anymore. And uh, you know, I was telling you earlier that the online marketing thing used to be low barrier to entry, cheap. All it took was a little bit of time. Mm -hmm. Now you've got industries where the average person can't hardly compete because the, the bigger names have moved in and they're spending hundreds of thousands of dollars a month on things like search engine optimization and content marketing and so on. The, the content marketing thing that we're going to give an overview for this afternoon, uh, somebody who's got a good grasp of that can make six figures as an employee because it's in such high demand now. Uh, you know, and so the big companies that have the big budgets, they're squeezing out the smaller, uh, the smaller players. In local, though, you've got an advantage. You, if you can have a local market, you can tell a story that attracts your local people, and there's ways to reach them that you don't need to try to compete with the big box guys. Yeah, do you, do you want to bother with... Well, that's what I was going to say. Do you want to ship something? I'd rather have local local. Plus, it's about ministry, so if you want your local, you want to meet your people. That's a big thing. Right. Mm -hmm. So your global stuff is expensive, time-consuming, and requires a huge commitment. Local, um, fortunately, there's still lots of room. For those of us that want to do something locally, you can reach, and I'll show you, uh, this afternoon when we talk about social media, how you can target local populations. Not, you know, I'm in Tennessee, and if I want to target somebody, I, my target area would probably be Cleveland, Chattanooga, uh, maybe up to Knoxville. Forget Memphis. You know, I don't, I don't want my ads going to Memphis because I don't want to have to try to say, oh, I'm sorry, I, I can't deliver my sweet potatoes out there. I can't deliver my squash out to Memphis, you know. Too big, too long of a drive. It's no longer even local. Yeah, it's not local anymore. So there are things that we can do to, to target local. And if you do that, then you've got a much better chance of succeeding and competing with the big guys. So that's, and that's where the content marketing is going to, again, it takes a little bit of, it's a little specialized knowledge, but more time. You know, for writing, I've noticed everybody writes at different levels. Everybody creates videos or takes pictures at different levels of competency or speed. So time is more of a factor there. You know, I can, I can knock out a thousand words, two thousand words pretty easily without stopping to take a breath. But there's a lot of people that, well, my Pathfinders, for example, they have to write a 150-word report on something, and, and it takes them 
hours, days, 150 words. You know, I, I, I can't, I get started and I'm at 150 words before I can even, before I can even think about stopping. You know, it's just, it's there. <laughs> but so for me, content, creating content is fast and easy. Other people, it takes longer period of time. So time is, is a bit more of a factor there, but everybody's got a story to tell. And I'll, I'll give you some clues, remind me, and I'll give you some clues about how to do content, some shortcuts that actually can improve the quality of your content uh, and make it easier for you so you don't have to spend as much time. This media was brought to you by Audioverse, a website dedicated to spreading God's word through free sermon audio and much more. If you would like to know more about Audioverse, or if you would like to listen to more sermons, please visit www.audioverse.org.